Hello and welcome to the Sister Struggles Podcast. My name is Joanna Jama at Sister Struggles Podcast and at Sister Struggles LLC on IG. And this is my podcast where I dig deeper into redefining self-care. As a way for you to listen to your intuition, your needs, create better self-care habits and mindsets that serve you and not the roles you've been given. Then you can free yourself from burnout, people-pleasing, and toxic relationships. And make sure to rate, review, and subscribe for new episodes. Welcome to the very first episode of Sister Struggles. I figured the first episode, the best way to kind of start it is to just talk about me and either give you a reintroduction or really an introduction um, in case you are not following Sister Struggles LLC or uh, you're just unfamiliar with what I do. But basically, um, I'm a former scientist. I actually used to work in a bunch of different sectors um, in the St. Louis industry, science industry in the St. Louis area. Uh, And I really loved it. I enjoyed the science aspect of it, but of course it was the corporate bullshit that I just couldn't deal with. Me as a person, I've really learned and grown to figure out that like, one, obviously, I want to be my own boss. Uh, I have a lot of control issues, so I really would love to just handle things on my own. I'm super independent. I have a lot of ideas, and I'm just hella impatient when it comes to, you know, watching systems around me that are, like, so obviously inefficient. So if you ever worked in corporate America, it's very obvious um, when you're within that and working inside, like, just how stupid some of the shit is and so much like red tape and so much politics and I'm just over it it's not who I am and um honestly everybody just acts like high school but that's a story for another day so anyway uh back to just my background I really did enjoy science but I also realized that like you know I wanted to do some more stuff so working in corporates actually what really made me realize one, that I was independent and I want to do my own work and my own, you know, live my own life on my own terms. But two, um, that I was just, it was really, really feeding into a lot of values that I realized were not my own. So as a black woman, one of the very few black women uh, working in that office, I just felt like I dealt with a lot of dumb shit and like microaggressions and I felt super misunderstood because one, I think that I had really thought my identity uh, was super analytical and type A and perfectionist, but really those were ways that I had learned to cope you know, with my anxiety, never wanting to make a mistake, really, really buckling under micromanaging, and I had to deal with that a lot, and I felt like a lot of focus, focus was on me a lot of times, even when I personally felt like I was doing better than most people. Uh, and you know I had the accolades to prove it and I just felt like every day I spent in that corporate environment I personally you know just the kind of person that I am and who I knew to be was like getting more and more diminished and every single time I wanted to speak out not to be problematic but just to you'd be like hey can we do this better or process improvements or um, just my ideas in general they were never taken seriously and um, I just felt like I was fighting for skills and I was always the last one to get them or not get them at all and a lot of my own personal issues were not taken seriously and so that creates of course a lot of feeling of loneliness and like I said being the only uh, one of the few uh, people of color and then also being 
a woman and then also um, just being an immigrant too and just having a completely different background than a lot of African Americans in my area um, especially and in St. Louis because that's where I live and I so I just felt incredibly isolated in that way and I just felt like there was really nowhere to turn and somehow I stumbled on self-care stumbled on somebody's uh, blog post or website or something and I was like you know what I think I get this like I totally understand and of course it was really trendy then um, and it was just all over the internet the interwebs but I was just like for some reason this feels like it's for me and so I dove headfirst into that and that's what started uh, got me started into blogging and that's when I fucking felt like a new person I started essentially just using it as my diary and my journal and just writing about all the things I dealt with. I even remember a blog post that I pretty much cried when I was writing was just how to survive, uh, sorry, how to thrive and not just survive as a black woman in the corporate space and a corporate workplace. Because man, I I wish somebody would have written that kind of a guide for me. And so that's why I started a, I realized that my calling and my passion honestly was to create a platform for self-care but specifically for black women because man I don't think I have to tell you for a black woman if you have black women in your family um, just how they're probably the matriarchs they're probably the ones holding up everybody and everything not leaving any kind of time for themselves you're always asking them to sit down you're always asking them you know how can you help them take a load off you know they're burned out they've got multiple jobs you know um it just feels like black women as a whole we're all just like grinding ourselves to fucking death and of course you know i'm gonna go a little bit into historically like that's slavery that is generational trauma worked into not only um, our culture and society but also is us as individuals and I feel like that we've really carried that on and we've done it very quietly and we've suffered in silence and so I'm against that I'm done doing that I've watched my mom do that she's even completely changed and she's just like she used to give to absolutely everybody now she's hella stringent with who she <laughs> puts her energy and time into she's super cutthroat and it makes me laugh actually but i admire her for it because not only do we take the path together um but you know she was one of the people in my life that i just always felt never took even a second of self then you probably didn't even know what self-care was um and i was always begging her even as a child growing up like relax like how can I help you and taking on the parent role because um, my father was in the picture but emotionally was not really in the picture um, and I essentially was the other parent which is a weird dynamic and that's something I'll get into um, later as well but man just all these things go into and factor into how I was feeling about myself and um, realizing that black women we really hold up so much of a burden and more importantly we don't have to and I'm, you know, I started that, my blog, The Validated Maven, what it was called originally, uh, in, I believe it was 2017, and I, so I was writing all the blog posts, etc. I'm kind of getting it started and using it as an outlet, um, and now I'm realizing that, you know, and so happy to see that there is such a platform for black women in self-care and therapy and even just within our own culture we're realizing that we need this shit that we're done shoving you know sweeping things under the rug you know 
um, not having any kind of self-compassion, having guilt, being burnt out, putting more energy into other people than ourselves. I'm done with it. And I hope you're listening to this podcast because you're done with it. We don't have to move into, especially it being 2022 now, I'm not a big, I'm not big into resolutions, but this is such a good, fresh blank slate, a great starting point to start paying attention to your own needs and working on fulfilling them. Okay, so back to my journey. I, um, you'll learn that I go on many tangents and uh, brevity is not my strong suit, but I will try my best. This is why I have a podcast, so whatever. Stick around or don't stick around. But uh, let's see. So back to my self-care journey. So I was at that job that triggered my self-care. Um, got me really excited into that. Got me passionate into that. A new lease on life, as people like to say. Um, and it was great. But I, you know, now in 2022, man, I really realized that that was the start of it, but man, that was the start of it. It was not the end of it like I thought it was, um, which now in hindsight seems like it was too easy. But it was really just me learning and starting to dig into the things that, you know what, they weren't feeling right for me, and I was ignoring it. So <clears throat> let me give you some real examples. Um, I really realized that a relationship that I was in for, I think, in 2017 probably about five years at that time was actually really not working for me and then I was pushing down a lot of feelings of toxic behaviors that I was dealing with um, and aggression and being and gaslit and basically every time I knew who I was and I stood really firm in who I was um, I was knocked down and told that that was not reality and if you're familiar with gaslighting and that kind of manipulation with a narcissistic partner um, and that's just my own I'm not diagnosed with nobody but that's just my own thought um, but if you are familiar with those kinds of verbally traumatic and abusive relationships you come out of it feeling like you don't know who you are and so when I was in it I didn't you know I thought I knew who I was but I really was valuing more of his own values um, more than my own and I was coming home and tolerating bad behavior and moodiness and working to death, you know, putting all of what I felt was all of my own effort and not, you know, not realizing he wasn't putting in the effort that he needed to. And so all to say that another example of me putting energy into something that was no longer being reciprocated or was not being reciprocated in the way that worked for me. Um, it was my job that wasn't working for me at that point. My relationship wasn't working for me at that point. Um, I was having some issues with my parents and just feeling like there was a disconnect there, mainly because as an only child, I wasn't really communicating my needs and it was being projected as an adult. And I felt like I, my parents didn't really know who I was because I wasn't showing them who I was because I was afraid of judgment and criticism and just being by myself, being myself around them. So I isolated myself in a lot of ways, emotionally. Um, and also with my friendships, it was the same kind of deal. Um, I wasn't really communicating when I was upset about something or I would just gripe about it under my breath and bury it. But as we all know, that shit comes out as resentment. Um, 
and it, that also comes out in the type of relationship and friendship that you have with people. You think it doesn't, but it comes out in the way that you interact with them. And basically, it doesn't set a good foundation for a healthy friendship or a healthy relationship. So along with those things, that in a nutshell is people-pleasing and those kinds of behaviors, not feeling comfortable to speak up for yourself, speak for myself, actually. I didn't feel comfortable speaking up for my own needs. I could feel my gut feelings and I had certain instincts, but being such a huge empath and wanting everybody else to be comfortable and happy and not realizing how much that my own self-esteem really hinged on making other people comfortable, it's very easy to slide into toxic relationships because if you don't know exactly what your boundaries are, and in that case, I did not have my boundaries defined and they were not distinct. And honestly, that makes you so vulnerable around people that are willing to you know knock down those boundaries or they don't take no for an answer man that's a whole nother episode because that was one of my biggest pet peeves is people that do not listen to you so anyway that's a big boundary thing but um but yeah i just think that people pleasing and toxic toxic relationships actually go hand in hand and burnout and guilt also all go together as well because Usually the people that are pleasing end up being burnt out and dealing with a lot of guilt and therefore don't invest in their self-care. And so for me, those factors along with not being able to, uh, you know, say no, again, another demonstration of lack of boundaries, being afraid to hurt people's feelings, not opening, you know, not speaking my mind openly. For example, when I was at my job, I had been all of my ideas and my thoughts and speaking up had been ignored that I just stopped doing it. And that is the exact opposite of advice that I would give to anyone else now. Because your self-care is speaking whether anyone is listening. It's about you. And also, struggling to find time and space for your self-care. That, like I said, all goes hand in hand because I strongly believe that if you make time for something, you will make time for something. If you truly want to do it, you will do it. Um, and I'm talking to my own damn self as much as I'm talking to you guys. Because as much as we make time for the things that we enjoy, um, I'm not going to go into the common silly things like social media. But, you know, we create extra time to snooze our clocks in the morning. We create extra time when our friend calls us for, and she has a free concert ticket to go somewhere. Oh, if we're free that night, we'll make sure it happens. And we're in the mood, we'll make sure it happens, right? So we have to treat our self-care the very same way. And that's something that um, really, really uh, changed everything for me. And that was the turning point. So we go cycle, cycle, cycle back. Um, 2017 is where I figured it all out or whatever, right? Um, so now we're at 2020. Actually, hold on. 2017 is where I figured it all out, right? Okay. Or I thought. <laughs> I thought I figured it all out. Teehee. And, and in 2020, it was like almost like a whole new surge came through. The universe was like, oh, you thought you were done with your healing, huh? Well, here's round two. So get ready. And that's basically how I felt. So we talked about those toxic relationships, right? I realized that I had to leave. I had to be done with the same relationship that I talked about earlier, um, and that was a big reason why I wasn't embracing myself as a person um, and my own values. I was constantly being stunted by just being in the environment and in the energy of um, someone that I felt like I 
you know, couldn't even be friends with anymore. Wasn't even somebody that I would be friends with just based on the type of person that they were. Um, and I'm somebody that absorbs a lot of energy and can walk in a room and be like, what's up? And you can just kind of tell a ship. So I'm a Pisces if you guys are into astrology and zodiacs. And I really call it spirituality because, you know, it's science. And I'm a scientist, so I can say that. But um, my... I was just really, I was picking up all these intuitive signs and I just knew I had to end it. So it's not as easy as that sounds, of course. Um, but I knew that I had already done phase one of taking care of my self care in 2017. So I knew that I couldn't keep talking about self care and writing about it and helping support readers and people that were suffering the same thing that I was dealing with and not really live that life. Like I felt like such a hypocrite and my gut knew it too. Like, and my gut knew it because you've ever heard the phrase, uh, the issues are in the tissues, but really it's a, um, it's a nice little way to remember that if you don't take care of yourself, if you don't deal with your own issues, if you don't speak up, if you don't basically make your needs uh, a priority, that they're gonna manifest in your body, whether that's certain illnesses, but it can even be loss of appetite, you know, stomach issues. And so for me, I was having all kinds of back issues. I was just having chronic pain. I was feeling fatigued all the time. I was going to the doctor, getting blood drawn all the time because I was convinced I had lupus or some autoimmune disease. And I was getting sick all the time. And honestly, it was because I was just dealing with bullshit. Like I literally was allergic to bullshit and my body was like, okay, well, you're in this for now, you know, six, seven, seven years. Like, are you going to keep doing this and you know you're unhappy or, or are you going to do something different? My body wasn't giving me a choice. And a lot of times that happens. That same thing happened to my mom too. She was burnt out doing everything for everybody else. And then she found out she had an autoimmune disease, sarcoidosis, and she literally turned her life around her eating, uh, the people she was around. Um, she got rid of my dad. Um, she got rid of a job she hated that was draining her energy and I did the very same thing um, I got a new job still in the science industry but felt like such a step up so again it gave me a lease on life I left my relationship and also it was an engagement I was also planning a wedding at that time so I literally left what was it Mar? I don't even remember maybe four or five months before the wedding because I knew I knew that I was settling and I knew that I couldn't walk up to that altar with I just felt like I was just seeing like a scene of runaway bride in my mind and I just knew that was gonna be me because when it comes down to it I'm gonna I'm gonna run I'm gonna run if I know it's not for me so man I just made all of these crazy changes and I just felt amazing because I knew that I had finally answered my instincts I had finally listened to my intuition and my body knew it I started feeling better I started I wasn't getting sick I haven't been sick in a while actually and it just really gave me it was such an indication that I was headed in the right direction things were falling in place money I needed that I didn't know I was gonna get in order to pay first and last security deposit on my new place while I was getting my old place settled you know and you know that shit ain't cheap and then also trying to live by myself again I hadn't done that in a long time and there was just so many new things but again I still was like I'd rather face this new shit than this old shit anymore and that's that's where I want you guys to get 
to. I don't want, actually, I take that back. I don't want you guys to get to where you're circling the drain and you're about to burn out. I want you to get to a point where you see this stuff early and you listen to your gut instincts early so that you can make the decisions for yourself and trust your instinct and believe that the universe has your back because that's literally the only faith that I was going with. That and my, my mom and my friends, and that was it. I would never go back. I would never go back. It was the best decision that I ever made. Ooh, well, I went in a tangent. <laughs> I warned you guys. So now to round it all out, it all in a nutshell came down to realizing a few things that I couldn't keep forging ahead tirelessly and not ignore, not acknowledging my own thoughts and my feelings. I had to ask for help and support. I couldn't keep acting like I could do everything by myself and not, you know, asking for support from the people in my life because what's the point, right? I also realized that I needed to make the needs of myself more of a priority than other people, aka the comfort of yourself is a priority over the comfort of others. Um, I also needed to not necessarily stop feeling guilty for making time for myself, but realize that the guilt's still going to be there because I'm a normal person. I'm a decent human being that cares about other people. So of course I'm going to feel guilty because I don't want to let people down, but that shouldn't continue to stop me from taking a night off, taking a second to relax, rest and recharge. Okay, I just thought of this, but I'm going to use it. But it's just silly examples of like, not even just like, oh, go take a breath and meditate. I'm not even, I mean, I love to do that, but I mean, specifically even how many times have you been sitting down or how many times have you been sitting down working for hours and hours and you know you well past the bathroom break or well past you know lunch or whatever and you're like I need to eat something in fact as I'm recording this I'm like I'm well past dinner and it's 9 30 so I'm about to eat after this but anyway those little things that we think are silly things but are big because it's like if you miss lunch you're gonna be like oh man I have a headache at the end of the day and you're gonna wonder where that's from and it's like well you're letting your body drain yourself of energy so even those small little things that we don't even think about are self-care taking the second to take care of you body mind soul mentally physically emotionally professionally everything and then the last one and the biggest one in my opinion is I stopped ignoring my instincts and my intuition I really started peeping into that inner voice, giving it a little bit of flight and actually like letting it lead me because listening to other people or being influenced by other people, whether I realized it or not, was not helping and has led me to the place that I'm at right now where I'm 32 and I'm really realizing that I'm figuring out who I truly am now and not just like the amalgamation, is that the word? amalgamation of influences from everyone in my life um, and being afraid to really just be who I am without fear of judgment and worry about what people will think or whether I let them down or not so I can't think of anything else I'm sure plenty more will come out in uh, future episodes but I think you guys get the gist of you know why all of this is so important to me why self-care is so important I mean why I want to help you guys target uh, any people-pleasing habits that are getting you trapped in cycles of toxic relationships, trapped in cycles of burnout, trapped in cycles of guilt and anxiety. Because like I said earlier, I think it all goes hand in hand. So more next time. Second episode on the way. I don't have any kind of regular days yet, but you know, that comes with time. That's just how the creative process be sometimes. But um, thank you guys for listening to my very long, long story. Long story long. Tune in next time. Thank you guys again for tuning in to an episode of Sister Struggles. So please rate, review, subscribe, 
and just let me know what you think. And I would love to hear what you guys would love to hear on future episodes. Look out for new episodes every Sunday.